we are. So here we are. We've got uh, the Firecracker Department live after show. Oh my gosh. This is, we have not done a lot of these live after shows, but I really, really like them. We do one every week. We uh, bring together some of the core members and talk about our past episodes of the podcast. And uh, sometimes it's like my birthday and we get special guests joining us. So today we have Emily Churchill, who's in Los Angeles. She's an actor, comedian, writer, and the head of the wellness department for Firecracker Department. She also produces the after show. We've got AJ Edmonds, who's a performer, producer, editor, writer, and also produces after show and does content creation for, life, uh, for Firecracker Department and for life. And then we've got Sedna Fiati. Yes. And uh, she is in Toronto. She, oh my God, I'm very excited to have you here. Uh, a writer, performer, stars in Super Z, Tokens, and the One Woman Show, Last Dance, that is now in development. I am thrilled that you're here to talk about one of my favorite guests that we've had, Leslie Linka-Gladder. So let's start. Leslie Linka-Gladder, you know from directing all of your favorite shows. I don't know if you saw her resume, but if you name your favorite show, she probably directed it. Like, uh, Homeland, like Gilmore Girls, like um, uh, Freaks and Geeks. Freaks and Geeks, come on now. Uh, what was something for you that uh, stood out? For, oh, AJ, you, jump in, jump in. Just like every single show anyone's ever enjoyed, you're like, oh, there's, <laughs> yeah. there's Leslie. Oh, okay. Um, one of my favorite things that she said was storytelling is a team sport. Mm. And it's so true, right? Like we mm -hmm. think, because we create sort of in our own bubbles and we write the pilot, we think about it in our own and then all of a sudden you're like, oh no, I need people. And I need to be nice to those right. people. And I need yeah. to know those people's names and I need to address them by their names and care about them. Like what an incredible leader this woman is. Yeah, yeah. totally. I was struck too by the fact that she thought it was a team sport. I just was just like, mm -hmm. what a visionary. She also said something, oh yes. I remember her talking about trusting your instincts yeah. and how you as an artist like have to continue to, to do that and I I, I co-directed for the first time a theater show last year and then that's that's one of the biggest things that I learned was just like you have instincts trust them yeah. you know what I mean follow them go with them yeah. something like don't don't let anything go by that you're not proud of if you have an idea for something put it forward and she just also was so humble like I was so surprised at how humble she I was know. she was oh, like yeah. She's like your neighbor. I, and that's just her. Yeah, she's like everybody's neighbor. She's just somebody that you could approach with an idea. Mm -hmm. And that thing that you're talking about, Sedna, about instincts, I feel like there, there should be a class or a workshop about instincts where like, like you walk into a room, you know something's wrong, you get out of there. You know, yeah. or like you want to make a decision, you listen to your gut. Like where did we stop listening to our gut? I don't <sighs> know, but I, I'm with you on that. I had a therapist yeah. tell me it's when they steal your sparkle. Oh yeah. It was so expensive, but I loved it. And it was something we were talking about instincts and like so much of being an artist is just ignoring perhaps what the logic says and following the instinct. But as you grow up, the world is telling you like, maybe listen to other people's instincts. Maybe, you know, and it's, it is not, not a woman's thing to sort of allow other people's instincts to maybe take center stage before you follow your own. Um, mm -hmm. And it's great advice, but it is, it's learned behavior and you have to be so, uh -huh. you have to be so willing to focus on it. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I think that I leads into um, her saying, find your own voice. 
Um, because if we trust our instincts, we're able to find our own voice um, a lot easier and able to share it with the world, which is why we're here and why we're doing art. Um, and she said, unlimited, unlimited freedom can make you insane. And I feel like that coincides with finding your voice because if you don't know your voice, what are you supposed to be given to the world and your art, right? And so I feel like that totally resonated. I was like, I remember, you know, in college, I was like, oh, I want to be the ingenue, you know? And they're like, oh, honey. Well, but then I found my voice. And I'm like, oh, oh, okay, I know what I am. I'm going to share it, you know? And I feel like once we do that, once we embrace our instinct and our voice, we can really soar. That's my taking on it. I mean, thank goodness, like I didn't ever want to be an ingenue. I want to be like the Jane Eastwood of things where like you get to have the longer career. Ingenues are over when they're 12 and they're like 32 going, I can still play 12. That's exactly what I was thinking. Like the ingenue, I don't even know what that even means anymore, but like, I get it. Like in terms of theater school, they're always like, well, you are going to be Juliet or whatever. And you're just kind of like, well, what happens when Juliet grows up and you're not like a, a, a cute 20 year old anymore? Well, that's you actually thing. have to give it. Juliet didn't grow up. It's true. Oh, she oh, did. Okay. Well, oops. <laughs> <laughs> spoiler alert. Oh, no. Have you read the play? I'm oh, so sorry. No. I'm so sorry. I was also really struck by um, the fact that she started off in contemporary dance. Mm -hmm. like wild right she just was like yes i was going to be a choreographer and then this trip to japan changed my life and you know and i and i decided to take a completely different course and she also still views yeah. directing especially action through a lens of this is still choreograph choreography in a way you know um not in a way it totally is i love that about her she was like and she still loves dance but like she's like i'm chosen to be a director so i really resonated with that because like I'm such a theater person like I go back and forth between theater and film and I'm always like what am I doing but you know each informs the other yeah so cool I have a question for you folks though like you know the the discussion of your voice and finding your voice like do you remember a moment yeah. in your careers when you're like oh, that's what my voice is like I feel like mine comes and goes mm -hmm. it usually goes at family dinners because that's my family <laughs> and then it usually comes back when I'm in places like this where I'm like you know listen to uh what about you what about your journey of your voice I had a, a moment a really tough time in theater school and honestly they were like we're gonna kick you out they didn't but they were thinking about it and uh they were very close and then I, I had to just like honestly that summer the most boho thing I just like picked up the artist's way and was just like, I need to come back to who I wanted to be. You know what I mean? And I remember that and that and those moments, like really refinding, not exactly my voice, but that that like that level of trusting my instincts. Like in terms of acting, like picking up a script and being like, what is the first thing you feel that's actually right? Like you should actually just go with that. Try it and see where it goes. I, at that point, I was just feeling like I didn't trust myself at all. I didn't know like if that was any good, whether I should do this or not. And I was just like, actually, I should do this. And you, I need to trust my instincts. I need to trust my voice. I mean, I don't, with writing and creation, it's really difficult because you're like, how is this going to land? Like, I feel like the creative process is just so filled with so much doubt, you know? Yeah. But yeah. I think you just have to, I, I appreciate about Leslie, like her following of curiosity, being like, where is that going to go? Like, instead of, feeling like 
I suck, I suck, I suck, like all those voices. It can mm -hmm. also just be like a question of like, let me follow this impulse and see where it leads me. So I feel like that help always helps me in terms of like doubting my voice or like doubting my instincts. Yeah, I have a question that, so, so, and Leslie talked a lot. I don't know if you heard the part where, um, I don't know if you listened to the whole thing. Or maybe just like throw yourself in the middle of the episode. But like that whole mentorship program that she does, which I just mm. love so much, where she not only has somebody shadow, but then they also come in and they get an episode of their own. Isn't that incredible? Have you ever done any kind of shadowing? I haven't, but I would. I know, I um, haven't either, but I'd love it. I mean, I've followed people. No, that's different. That's not what I mean. I just think like her, she, there's a level of responsibility that she has towards the next generation that I really mm -hmm. admire. And I really, I'm inspired by it. I don't know. Um, I don't know if you feel like that kind of weight and responsibility. Sedna, you nodded. Definitely. hundred percent. Yeah. I yeah. feel it. You know what, especially in terms of my activism, it's really the next generation that keeps me going. Not that I think I'm done for myself, but I'm just like, uh, I just, directed some children at children's peace camp over zoom which whole other story loves but okay, um okay. something that keeps me going is some of some of those children is just like they were so talented and full of life and ideas and i'm like what industry am i handing over to them yeah. you know like i i what i don't want them to experience the things i've experienced i don't want them to do that i want them mm -hmm. to step in and be fully embraced for who they are um, and right now we're not there. So that keeps me going. I think about the literal children ready, you know, to, to take, to take the reins. Um, and mentorship has been so important to me in different ways. And, uh, yeah, I, I see, I'm seeking it out. I'm like, uh, also trying to do it as well because it's so important. Like, because yeah, things are not where we, I want them to be. And, and I think that it's really important, this mentorship piece, especially like women, especially women of color, you know, LGBTQ folks, um, really making sure, because I guess I feel too on some level, like I don't want to be the only one as well. Like I, I don't want to be the only one here. Like whatever privileges have gotten me to this space, I'm just kind of like, that was sort of happenstance and it shouldn't be the same for everybody else. You know, everyone should, have a fairer time of it. Like, how can I like redistribute some of the things that I've been given in a more equitable way? We need to have a vision boarding yeah. session, Sedna, because I think about this all the time, specifically about yeah. the Canadian industry, because oh, we yeah. are so different from the US where there is just more opportunity. It's a bigger country, it's a larger industry. Um, it is just, it is exceptionally competitive, but there is a, there's a little bit more access. Whereas here, because our system is built on what I consider to be kind of a, like an allowance system. Like every year the government's like, here artists, here's your allowance for the year. Like go make something, but we never have the like- Never thought of it that way. That's hilarious, but yeah, and true. But it, like it's, it, yeah, you know? And so we never have that like, here, I got it last year. Let me take you and show you how I did it. And I think about yeah. that all the time. Like, oh, friggin' talented up here, but we have no trajectory for each other. You know, like Women in Film and Television does a great mentorship um, program, but it, it, there are limitations of it because there just isn't as much for us to do. And, and like I've been a mentor, I've been mentored. It's such an incredible opportunity to just be silent in a space with people you otherwise would never meet. And we just don't have enough of that, especially for minorities and people with diverse voices. It's just, it's such a journey. The girl, we're going to, 
calendar a vision boarding session. I already got my cutouts. For sure. Like, and what's so great about Leslie is that she's been doing it for a while now too. You know, this sort of paying it forward. And it can look yeah. so many different ways. I've been like surprised by how paying it forward, mentorship, like how all those things can look. Like for instance, there was this, I'm sure you all heard about it, but there recently, um, some of the producers who received COVID-19 funding, like they took a piece of it and they donated it, wow. which is going to be, you know, redistributed um, from BIPOC TV, from the Racial Equity Media Coalition and also from the Indigenous Green Office. And so I never even thought about that before. It's like, yeah, folks can just look at their budgets and be like, I can part with a few thousand dollars. You know what I mean? And I'm going to give this now. And now this is giving money to other folks who wouldn't, who don't have access to that same funding. You know, um, yeah. we really, there's actually so many radical and creative and beautiful juicy ways for us to look at mentorship or just to even like a redistribution of resources that like, that's outside of what we're doing now and even better than what we're doing now. Yeah. Which isn't, Which isn't as you said. You know, oh, a great like even saying that kind of thing out loud is useful. Yeah. yeah. One thing that Leslie also said was that it's a process. It's it a whole, process. our whole journey. It's just it's like a constant process. You know, like yeah. you don't know until you've I mean, done that, it. That makes sense to Emily, doesn't it? The journey of it all. Well, yeah, we're all That's on a journey. You. I mean, hello. Yeah, we're all on a journey. And I think, um, you know, I'll speak for Hollywood since I'm here in LA. Uh, whoosh. Uh, you may think there's more access and more jobs, but <laughs> unless you are, you know, the size two blondie, uh, you have a bigger journey um, because I've been on it. And um, I think that uh, there needs to be more women in general, all colors, shapes, sizes, voices um, in Hollywood for sure, because we have the most reach in a sense globally. And if we can uplift all of us, I think that's going to help in Toronto, in, you know, um, Bollywood and everywhere. Um, so I think hopefully if we all put our noggins together and, and uplift the journey, we can really, you know, do some awesome things together, I think. Stay tuned. Yeah, I, think, I, think, I think it's sort of like uplift the journey 2020. I know. Yes. I think it's like getting, it's like getting present it's like getting a box of chocolates and making sure that everybody gets some of the chocolates so that you're not just yes, like rah, yes. rah, rah. like I think yes. you know like Molly McGlynn did that she got a grant from TIFF and she was like I'm gonna I'm gonna push that on like I think we can uh, all do I mean yeah. we're all good at doing with less as far as like creating things go you know I created a 10-part web series for like five thousand dollars I could probably mm -hmm. do it for less I wouldn't tell the producer that but yeah so if I got 10,000, why not pass it on to somebody else? And then you've got two for the price of one. I think that's a yeah. great reminder. Yeah. Um, any final thoughts about Leslie? I don't want to stop this conversation, but I know AJ's going to edit and I want to not give her a, a huge <laughs> journey ahead of her. Uh, any final thoughts about Leslie Lincoln-Gladder's episode? If you haven't heard it, go over to our podcast, firecrackerdepartment.com and catch up. It's really, she's got some words of wisdom. Any final thoughts? The one thing I, I have to say, it's a little, it's a personal story, but it'll take the second. Um, on finding your voice, you don't realize how um, your voice is being seen. And I'm going to say this, but please just take it and, and then let it, don't, this is not me fluting my horn or whatever. 
but um, I do a lot of commercials, okay? And uh, I went to a, a high school in Springfield, Illinois. It's the center of the country. Get an idea, you got it. Um, and so one of my friends was working outside of Chicago and he's an EMT and this lady was having a heart attack and my commercial came on, no kidding, my commercial. And the lady's like, oh my God, I love that redhead. And yes, I'm not kidding. And my, the guy that was, was my guy I went to high school with, he's like, oh, I know her. We went to high school together. And I'm not saying that I helped her, but I'm just saying that it took her mind off of what was happening. And she was able to calm her body down, which is what he was trying to get to happen. And so you never know what your face, your voice or whatever is going to hit somebody in a positive way. So I really think if we can all embrace our voices, you never know where it's going to lead. That's my. Opinion. You saved somebody's life. Emily, well, you saved I mean, <laughs> but <laughs> so yeah, I just thought that was cool. Any other final thoughts, AJ, Sedna? Uh, yeah, I think uh, all of us are very good at this, so Leslie would be proud. Never take yourself too seriously. Yes, yes. Right. That's yeah. true. Nice one. Sedna? Snaps. Yeah, I'm, again, follow your curiosity. Mm. And I'm also just struck by, you know how there's that thing where you listen to someone amazing and they're actually amazing, as amazing as you think they are? Oh, <laughs> like her yeah. credits actually yeah. matched up to a person of great character, yeah. joy, yes. and depth. And you're just like, I aspire to be that, you know, as opposed to oh, yeah. sometimes we've heard about some of the people we really admire, or people who have a little who have like decades long careers and they've really disappointed us and she did quite the opposite. So you're just like, what other women's voices are we missing? You know? Mm -hmm. uh, oh my gosh, yeah. Other lists of the, thing like the world that we haven't heard from. Or not even like, the, one of the things I love about what we're doing with Firecracker Department is that we're doing the Leslie Link Ladder, but we're also doing like, like the Jerrica Long, who's a fantastic creator but nobody knows about her in the same way. So I think it's about like lifting each other as we go. Um, yeah, and I love to follow the curiosity. Speaking of um, following, how do we follow you, Segway Queen? Um, how do we follow you? What are you doing that we can come and support? Emily, what's going on in your world? Well, this Sunday, we're having Meditation Sunday um, at noon Pacific Standard Time. So we'll come to us live, I'll be there. And we're on Facebook. That's where they go and meditate with you, right? Facebook and Instagram. Yes. Thank It'll you. Be live. Thanks. What about you, AJ? Um, I'm making pitch decks. Just turning over pitch decks for people. <laughs> you need a pitch deck? You need a pitch deck. This I'm your gal. She's... Sedna, <laughs> what's coming up for you? Um... So Super Z, a short that, that I'm starring in, is going to be screening at the Caribbean Tales Film Festival, which is online this year. It's going to be screening on September 17th. Um, so check that out. And it's also screening at Inside Out, but I forget the date. But it's sometime in October. Uh, and then, we'll yeah. We'll do a fact check. We'll do a fact check, yeah. It's in October. I just don't remember the date. Um, and then, as well, you can catch me and a bunch of other beautiful people on Tokens, uh, the web series. You can go to tokensoncall.com and you can watch the whole series there. It's real cool. And season two is going to happen someday. So it's like in the works. Yeah. Oh, man. 
I am such a fan of you. I'm so happy that you joined us as a guest. We want you back all the time. What a delightful conversation that was. And oh, big thanks, thanks to Sydney Nielsen, who's been following us over. And she's our social media gal. She also produces and edits our podcast. And she's just an amazing person. And Jed Gardner and some other folks have been watching along in the Facebook world. So hi to you folks, too. And uh, when's the next time we do this live, Emily? Um, that would be the next, uh, first Thursday in October. Tentatively. <laughs> oh, oh, you we'll know what? You and the... it's a full moon, y'all. Not again. Yes, again. Mm. Emotionally, yes, I again. can't eat. <laughs> we've all been, we've all been howling at the moon in the past couple of days. It's been intense. Uh, thank you so much. Don't forget, firecracker lovers, we've got our firecracker department TIFF party happening online oh, September yeah. 13th. That's what we've been working on. Yeah. It's going to be like no other online party you've ever been to. We're going to do a little red carpet that's live, and you can see the folks coming in and out of the red carpet. And then we're going to do some breakout rooms that are going to be like a party. So, you know, you, when you find your little pod at a party and it's next to the coat check, well, that's going to be like a breakout room where you can actually get to know people and exchange emails and creative ideas and hopefully work together on things. So, Except this time you uh, bring your own coat check. E-Y-O-C-T. Yeah. But we are. We're sponsored by uh, Creamore Beer, and they're going to teach us how to make a beer cocktail. So we'll tell you what ingredients mm. to have ready, and we'll all be having some nice cocktails. So um, go over to firecrackerdepartment.com for more information about that and to register. And, you know, Firecracker D-E-P-T is where you'll find us on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, join us for the ride. We'd love to have you there. The, the table is set, and there's always room for one more chair for you. So come and join us. Sedna, mwah, I love having you here. Come back anytime. Thanks. Thank you. Thank That's you so much. Oh, it's delightful. Oh, yay. What a treat. I don't want to say goodbye, but uh, I know Zoom will kick me off at some point. Bye, everybody. Oh, no. Bye. Thank you so much. Thank you.